Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This week in the Monday Night War, it is In Your House International Incident 1996. Headlined by a big six-man tag between Camp Cornette, Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, and Psycho Sid. Also, we've got a King of the Ring rematch, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mark Merrow. Romeo, Drunk Guy JJ, SP3. This is True Rewind. 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 Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. We are back in the DeLorean again. Pump up the plus capacitor for another edition of True Rewind, episode 68, International Incident. We are here to review the July 1996 pay-per-view from WWF in your house international incident i am here once again with the face and the ace of the true hill heat youtube channel mr romeo anthony cologne hello everyone happy sunday i'm just gonna get it out the way right now this shit sucked but uh we will do our best to recap it. <laughs> thank you for your honesty and of course we have the man of a thousand and four drinks drunk guy jj I wouldn't. This wasn't that bad. We've seen worse. It wasn't yeah. good, that good either. But we've definitely seen worse. We've seen we've seen mummies and toilet paper. So yeah, exactly. we've seen worse. <laughs> we've, seen, <laughs> exactly. we've seen we've seen shit. So we we have to understand that the bar is already very low. That this exceeded that at the very least. <laughs> but if you are joining us for the first time, welcome to True Rewind. This is where we go back in time to the Monday Night Wars. We review WWF Raw and WCW Nitro. We usually decide what was the better show for the week. On this edition, we will be reviewing In Your House International Incident. Your first time watching us on the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel. Remember to drop a thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your friends on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel, channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here it's consistent plenty of content you had tim and joel earlier today you get uh me on degrassi dues as well as fmc on fridays and you get a uh, day after dynamite with will washington so much to enjoy on the fightful overbook youtube channel and of course if you like us Go over to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel as well and subscribe over there. And let us know what you thought about In Your House International Incident. If you remember it, if you've seen it recently, let us know in the live chat if you're watching us on the premiere. Or let us know in the comments down below if you're watching on demand. But Romeo, you are the driver of the DeLorean. Take it away. It is July 21st, 1996. We are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. 
And on commentary, Vince, Jerry, and Jim Ross. Let's talk about what happened on Free For All before the show. Justin Hawk Bradshaw defeated Savio Vega in 444 after Uncle Zeb, Dutch Mantel, cheats and holds Bradshaw on top of Savio for the pin. We also saw footage of Jose Lothario going after Jim Cornette, Vader coming out, and Shawn Michaels with the save. Onward to the main show. We have a pre-match promo with the Body Donnas, where they say they've dumped Cloudy, their manager. They're thanking the fans for wanting to be their manager. They're, they're very babyface-like now all of a sudden. That's Tom Pritchard, right? Yes. yes. Um, I, I was so confused by this promo. I was like, they, they are one of the worst babyfaces. I was about to say, like, very, much not, very much not a babyface team at all. I don't know what they were doing. This. Maybe this is too far back for some fans. Maybe in recent memory, maybe like 15 years ago, it would be like if Simon Dean turned babyface. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? No. Eat your vitamins, kids. Go get salads. <laughs> From the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Oh, 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 boy. We need the graphics. <laughs> yeah, we do. The Body Donna's manager, Cloudy, is no more because the WWF has gotten sensitive so all the bad publicity they caught from gold. Dust. Hold on. I only cut you. <laughs> it's glad because of Sunday. Are you just not noticing that? <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> he, so just he just caught him. He just caught him. All right. All right. I'm going to mute myself because this is too funny. <laughs> um, They got insensitive to all the bad publicity they caught from gold dust and didn't want to have a transvestite-type character and risk angering any more groups. Whew. Has WWE ever done, like, an LGBTQ uh, storyline or character well? Like, presented <laughs> it in a way that was tasteful? It must be tasteful, no. Not by any means. You've got HLA, uh, Trish and Mickey, Liv and Lana, um... I hope that I think that's it. oh Heidi Reich and Michael Cole, uh, <laughs> Billy and Chuck, Billy and Chuck, obviously. I mean, I don't want to doubt that. That's the main gold dust, gold yeah, dust. Yeah, yeah. Man, so we get the Body Donnas versus the Smoking Guns, non-title. Why? And Why is this on pay per view? Why is it I, and then, oh, and then what makes it worse is that they go on to announce a tag team title match for the next night. <laughs> but you have the champions in the in whatever. <laughs> um, a rather surreal conversation on commentary. Jr. suddenly goes off about the speed of the body donnas, while Skip is holding an armbar, and <laughs> Vince counters by pointing out the speed of the Godwins of all teams. Um. JR seems ludicrous that he would say that. He asked him, Did you mean the guns? And <laughs> trying to cover for Vince and but Vince indeed meant the Godwins. <laughs> that's like that's like, you know, Steph Curry and Dame Lillard are having a th- like a three point shootout with each other. It's Golden State versus the Portland Trailblazers. And you just start talking about Reggie Miller. Like, 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 yeah, Reggie can shoot three. No, no, actually, it's like it's like you bringing out a Michael Olawa candy and how he's go. a great three point shooter. <laughs> like, like, no, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. What we're here. talking about exactly. 
Jerry also on commentary saying how Skip would never stand a chance to get someone like Sonny. Very ironic. <laughs> Billy Gunn screwed up a double team leapfrog, failing to clear Bart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This match, was, this match was just a mess. The whole match, this, this whole match was just a mess. Sloppy, and there nothing time good. It was just a mess. They're two pretty good teams too. It was surprising how bad this was. He then looked annoyed at Bart after. Yeah, fuck it. Tell you what, though, Billy would have fit right in in the 2022 dunk contest with that that kind of leap. <laughs> at least he didn't get another attempt. <laughs> or he should have had on Tim's instead of cowboy boots. There you go. <laughs> the guns go for the side sidewinder, but Skip pops in with a missile drop kick, gets the pin thirteen oh six. I forgot it was non title. I thought it was new champ, so I was like, oh non title. Sonny throws a tantrum after. Yes, it does. It actually does. <laughs> I mean, now You're yeah, sick, Romeo. You're sick, buddy. Uh, we should also mention that Sonny uh, just recently got arrested this weekend. So. <laughs> Color right, this right after that. Exactly. He, is, he is putting up all uh, Hall of Fame numbers for her eventual Dark Side of the Ring appearance. Oh, that is automatic. She's cool with 81 right now. <laughs> She's like, Kobe and never. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny <laughs> has turned into cloudy in front of my very eyes. <laughs> More like thunderstorm. <laughs> uh, anything on this opening? Oh no, shit sucks. <laughs> bad. That's that was a bad. really bad match. I give it a star. Uh, it was there, and it was not good. So moving on. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Man, oh, there was a Cornet interview with uh, Camp Cornet and Mr. Perfect. And look who's there. Diana's back. I, I, I would think spit. Bulldog would want to keep her away from backstage <laughs> after what happened last time. She gets the pay per view paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest actress in the history of oh. the world wrestling. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that Vader kissed Bulldog on the cheek during this interview, and Vader was going like nuts throughout this entire, this entire segment. <laughs> Cornette, He's Cornette, up. <laughs> Cornette at the end tells Psycho Sid, if you think you're crazy, well, Vader got something for you, and by evidence of this uh, interview, this seemed to be true. Indeed. Sad, but true. Mankind versus Henry Godwin. Why couldn't we Godwin. get a Mankind promo? Godwin is subbing in for an injured, in quotation marks, Jake Roberts. <laughs> did they spell Did they spell injured in a way that it made it look like intoxicated? Yes. They spelled it D-R-U-N-K. G-U-Y. <laughs> that allowed Jerry Lawler to unleash a field day. <laughs> During this match, the mats are pulled up on the outside. Mankind gets a, a neck breaker on the concrete, but then he also gets slammed on the concrete. And I'm like, why are we taking concrete bumps in a filler, meaningless substitute <laughs> match? Because he's because he's Mick no Foley. Because he's Mick Foley, sir. Crazy bastard. 
Foley drops the slop drop. I mean, blocks it. And Mandible Claw finishes him off at 6 minutes 52 seconds. And then the funniest part, where Mankind just randomly running to the back. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yo, that was awesome! I started cracking the hell up. I was like, where is he going? What is he running after? It reminded me of on Dynamite when uh, Brody King did that. Well, uh, during the House of Black beatdown on Pac and Penta, Brody King out of nowhere just runs up the ramp. You don't even see the security coming, and he just knocks them over. You know why he did that, though, right? For Mankind? They, he did that to like to confuse the fans, because you know how he ended up coming back from under the ring later that night. So he ran, so when the lights went out, he ran back to get to stay mm-hmm. under the ring. And so, you know... Look at the speed take... of this man. Yeah. <laughs> People try to sleep on mankind, Mick Foley. Come on. Anything else on that? I gave it a star and a half. It wasn't much to this match. My most of my notes come from commentary and before the match. I had the dubbed over music for Henry O. Godwin. Oh it's my god, god. awful! God it's god awful. Uh, it, it it was made worse by Henry and Billy, Hillbilly Jim dancing to it. Um, but they, the, the thing is, it's playing, and all you hear is silence. music playing? No commentator, no nothing. But that was they, that was they didn't they didn't even care about the show. He's like, I just put some music over it. I would have an original theme with with lyrics that was copyrighted. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think it was lyrics. lyrics. It was like a regular song. Yeah, but I guess they don't. They lost the rights to it or something. Um, and also, Jim Ross notes that mankind has put the mandible claw on the Undertaker four times. So just that was very specific. So I, I, I had to take note of that. I know drunk guy wants to talk about this segment with the, the superstar line backstage. What, what was said here? Do you remember? Oh, he's frozen. <laughs> Great. As soon as you bring up Brian Pillman, he freezes and he's out. There he is. There he what goes. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. He froze. That shit said. What the fuck? Oh, so he got the loading screen. Uh, John, you remember Brian, this segment? Brian Pillman is. Oh yes, I do. My, my spirit animal. Yes. <laughs> what did he say here? He they, what did he? I, you know what? I haven't watched this in a week. He said, "Oh yeah, they wanted to double team Sonny." Yes. Oh. <laughs> Vince had to go in and have the and apologize for his actions. That's still crazy. A dollar forty nine a minute, and this is back in the day. A dollar forty nine a minute to double double team Sonny. Man, what a time. <laughs> You're gonna make me Vince McMahon and have to apologize for your comments <laughs> on this channel. The thoughts of Drunk Guy JJ are his exclusively alone and do not reflect the thoughts of myself, especially God, or anybody at True Healing. You, you guys are supposed to ride for me, have my brothers. Ain't gonna leave me to drive. Come on, man. We're supposed to be brothers. <laughs> We're supposed to be brothers. Come on, man. We're supposed to be brothers. <laughs> King of the Ring rematch time. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mark Merrow. They show a replay of at King of the Ring where Austin got his lip cut open from the the match. The horrible uh, uh, circling of you can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> the ropes in the way, dummy. <laughs> I still call sporting a mean mustache. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my I was god. like sheriff, was like, sheriff Austin for real. <laughs> is he about to open up a can of whoop ass or open up some ass on a porn set? <laughs> <laughs> and here's Sable because that's all we care about with the Mark Merrow. Act. Speaking of porn, 
How wild man Mark Rowe Sable. Smooth transition. They reenact that spot in this match, and Austin sells it like he got cut open again in the lip. But he's just a lying heel. Poke the marrow in the eye. Marlena and her slave interrupt some good action here. Mr. Slave. He looks like a slave. He looks like a slave. He looks like a slave. How you doing, Mr. Slave? <laughs> the, the slave presents Jerry with an envelope. <laughs> In my comments, I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know, audacity. Mr. Slave. <laughs> We never find out anything about this envelope at all during this show. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some answers on Raw. I, I honestly don't even care. Mero it's, like, with uh, a, it's like Rowan with the spider. Fuck cares. Right? Oh, my God. Mero with a nice moonsault from the apron to the outside. Back in the ring, Mero counters a stunner by holding onto the ropes very nicely. Yes. But Austin eventually gets dirty, chop blocks the knee, and gets the stunner finally for the win. I tried to take a picture of the stunner and fucking flash bulbs. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> fuck it all up. The cameras are stone cold. Uh, I enjoyed this match. What'd you think, drunk guy? Yeah, I enjoyed this match too. Uh, I guess they were going up the right path after this match, but no. Uh, solid back and forth. Um, stone cold, you know, coming into his own at the time. Wild man, Mark Merrill still, you know, being able to go in the ring. Um, Good match. Three stars. SB. Yeah, I enjoyed this match. This was very enjoyable. Uh, these guys work well with each other. This was back when uh, a lot of fans thought Mark Merrill was going to be something in WWE. But uh, this win for, for Stone Cold Steve Austin actually meant something because both guys were kind of at that same level. They're both on the rise. Uh, Austin, I did also put in my nose. It didn't have no King of the Ring mention in his like nameplate. The commentary did mention it, but there there is no crown. There's no king. Nothing. I understand not that. That, wear it. that not part. That wear it. Not that he wear it. Like he's not supposed to wear it because that's a, not a the graphic. You want to make it a point? But yeah, yeah. The nameplate should at least say King 1996 King of the Ring winner since he just won it last month. Uh-huh. Like, and he hasn't been on TV because of the busted lips. So it would have been nice for that little touch there. Like I said, I thought the guys worked together. The Usher coming down, that was just WWE doing the the WCW thing. You know, when WCW has a good cruiserweight match on, they're going to show, we got this this going on, you know, just in case you don't like good wrestling, here's what we got going on. And they kind of did that with Austin and and Meryl. Like, yeah, we know they're going to work well together, but here's Marlena. She's hot, and she has a a slave usher, and he's going (laughs) to give a gold envelope to Jerry King Lawler for no goddamn reason. You're never going to know why, and then we're gonna move on back to the action. Like it was, it felt like I was watching a Monday Night Raw instead of a pay per view. Yeah. But all that saying, like I said, they worked well with each other, so I gave it three and a quarter. Yeah. Please stop watching this good wrestling so we can sports entertain you. <laughs> Absolutely. And at that time, that was that was their thing. Yeah. Tomorrow night on Raw, the Smoking Guns versus Sean and Ahmed for the That's tag title. Damn. Uh, you wish. Who just. <laughs> Who just lost to Skip and Zip, by the way. <laughs> exactly. They should be a formidable foes. For Gold the Gust. for the two top champions in the company. The Undertaker versus Gold Dust. Gold Dust does a ton of stalling at the beginning forever. Uses the ref as a shield. Should be an automatic DQ. 
I think he molested him a little bit here. <laughs> Unnecessary roughness. <laughs> Goldust takes a very, very gentle choke slam on the ring steps by the Undertaker, protecting him well. Taker even lifts the steps, thinking about smashing it onto Goldust and Marlena, but does not. Nah, bitch, nah. <laughs> Goldust, very used to exposing things, exposes the turnbuckle. <laughs> Jerry's head. Not, not my words. <laughs> no, it, that's it your was, Jerry, huh? It, it, it was actually Jerry the King Lawless. Words. That's your Jerry the King Lawless. I, I can't blame Romeo for that. <laughs> I, I realized that Drunk Eye JJ is our Jerry the King Lawless. What? I, 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 I like women around my age, okay? <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's, actually, take... that's actually Marcus Cash. You're right. Um, but guys. Oh, Man. Just worked ourselves into a shoot. You like, you like 16 year olds? Are you going to tell us? All right. Moving on. Throws Taker into the turnbuckle, then drops the steel steps on his back. Back in the ring, Undertaker even did a, a small package, which I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him do. Yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Makes his comeback, hits the tombstone. Taker stalls on the pin, and that's because mankind that's is cutting himself out of the <laughs> ring. Breaking up the pin for a DQ, a mandible claw, and then he sucks the Undertaker down into the ring. Oh my god, what? Vince's words, not mine. Mankind comes back out. <laughs> you hear the Undertaker gongs, the lights flicker. Mankind investigates, and Taker does the same shit Mankind just did. He comes out of the ring. They brawl into the into the house on the set and eventually into the boiler room. Uh, here's a screenshot of them in the boiler room. Oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The audio. Fucking mankind screaming like he's he's getting his, his manhood taken. <laughs> How'd you enjoy the cold, Goldust Taker match and then the aftermath of mankind, said. I... The Goldust Taker match. This was a Goldust Taker match. It never really seems to exceed two stars, and this one <laughs> fell short of that marker. At like, I gave it a star in three quarters. I thought they were okay, but yeah, it's like disappointing because this is like the second biggest match on the card. So you want a little bit more out of this one. It was more or less an angle to set up the the second the semi main event for SummerSlam, and I, I I've been enjoying the undertaker mankind stuff i'm all for it but this felt like an angle that should have been saved for tv and not on a pay-per-view that people actually paid money to see this match and also i didn't like how you know mankind had the upper hand and then undertaker comes out of the ring too and then he's good uh, i didn't like that they should have stopped yeah. that mankind having the upper hand what do you think, drunk guy? Uh, I don't get why they keep intertwining the Undertaker gold dust feuding to between the mankind <laughs> stuff. It's kind of like whatever now. I mean, they literally just did the same, the same setup they had Undertaker face gold dust. Mankind cost him like just, just in yeah. the shit. They like, just did this at uh, Beware of Dog. Yeah, the last yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only to set up the King of the Ring match with Taker and uh, mankind, and then and they basically go back for taking that pin. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they 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 refuse to have Undertaker pin or beat Goldust this year. <laughs> they seem very adamant about this. Yeah, it's, but yeah, uh, match wasn't good. It was basically rehashed what we already saw, <laughs> except for this one didn't have a stipulation. Uh, one and three quarter. End this, please. Just start taking <laughs> a mankind feud. And I I, 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 t- I took care of this for you. I did my back end work for this next segment. Is this the SummerSlam promo? No, I, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about the interview segment. Well, they do a SummerSlam promo that incorporates the 1996 Olympics at the time. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson doing his best Bianca Belair, running through the hurdles and kind of over them. Uh, Stone Cold throwing a shot, shot putt that lands on a guy that's running with the Olympic torch, setting him on fire. <laughs> Shawn Michaels doing the high jump. And Vader with the gold medal. <laughs> that was that was a shoot. <laughs> and Goldust playing grab ass with Hunter. <laughs> Another shoot. <laughs> Two straight true rewinds where someone is playing grab ass. Uh, Sean and Goldust. <laughs> I think it gets two different reactions, but, you know. Of course, the same two. Oh, shocker, the two people that were named. So did, did you want to talk about the, the interview backstage with the three baby faces? I, yeah, I wanted to talk about it, and I have the quotes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I have, yes, I, you know, it's Ahmed Johnson, so you know I had to get what he had to say. But it was also Psycho Sid, and it seems like everyone, including my colleagues here, enjoyed my Psycho Sid. Uh, soliloquy last week, so oh, I right. decided, yeah, and I and then I couldn't leave Sean out, so I was like, I have to write Sean's promo as well because he had the most lines here. So here we go. First, Sean. Well, first of all, <laughs> I really like to thank you for for referring to the th- these three as gentlemen. My goodness, you talk about understatements. That is definitely an understatement. Look at these three musketeers. Now, Camp Cornette, I know that you wish that all you had on your hands was a little bit of sword fighting between us and you, but you mentioned it before, and now I'm going to mention it again. You say it's going to be a gang fight. Well, take a look at my gang. We come here to I tell you once, I'll tell you again. You shouldn't bring a knife to a gun fight. Ahmed Johnson and Psycho Sid gonna be backing up the heartbreak kid and one way or another we're gonna bring you three cats down. Get you you someone that looks at you the way Doc Hendricks looks at Shawn Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Ahmed Johnson. You know what, Mike? I, I ain't nothing to say, Doc. The talking is done now. It's time to talk it the way you walk it, Cornette. Who the hell is Mike? He was talking. He called. He called Doc Hendricks by Michael PSA. <laughs> yeah, I caught it. I think the name I haven't heard in years. He called, he called him Mike, and then really quickly he said, "I ain't got nothing to say, Doc." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you got. <laughs> even Sid, even Sid caught it. You can see by his face, Sid is like, is my... "Oh shit, what are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "Who's Mike?" <laughs> and then you had Sid being interviewed, and Sid said, "You'll see. What he's trying to say is 
This, my friends, the game we play tonight is real simple. You walk the aisle. Six men enter. Only three men survive. In the game we play tonight, I am the master. And my friends, Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson are going to be with me at the end. And when the smoke clears, baby, what's going to happen? Shawn once again talks. I tell you what. What one one person I wouldn't want to be is Jimmy Cornette. And three other people I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> Owen Hart, Bulldog, and Vader. What are you going to do when Master Psycho Sid gets a hold of you and our man Johnson beats you around? And boys, please beware of some sweet chin music because it's going to go down. It's going to be over. Three awful promos. <laughs> Patch those holes up in the ring. We got more wrestling. Six man tag. <laughs> oh, Invader Bulldog versus Ahmed, Sid, and Sean. Even got a video package, uh, which didn't shy. It sh- it didn't shy away from reminding us that remember, folks. Rem- remember, fans. Yes. Warrior lets you down. Don't forget. <laughs> And just, also, just don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. Just in case <laughs> it was out of your mind, you know, you got psycho sit. No, just remember, Ultimate Warrior is a piece of shit, and you're not getting what you wanted. Also, watch Sid's drunk driving again. <laughs> Fans fall through the barrier for Sean's. Oh my god, again! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they were when they they literally were trying to hop over the guardrail to touch this man. 1996 for you. Camp Cornette came out to Vader's music, so no, no hometown, home country pop for Owen Hart, which in this match, like, they didn't even care that he's Canadian. Like, they treated him like a heel. I mean, Psycho Sid was the most over guy in this whole match. He got the loudest pop during his entrance, and anytime he was in the ring, these fans were going crazy. Fans were really invested in the entrances, gave this match a big fight feel, despite this oh, yeah. match not being a big fight at all. Um, Sean and Vader start. And Sid tags in, clears the ring of all the heels to a big pop. Owen and Sean had some nice technical wrestling, to nobody's surprise. An overzealous fan tried to jump in the ring. <laughs> Let me take down this logo so you can see his uh, crazed face even better. Looks like, uh, looks like Screech. Oh. <laughs> I, I can see that. He quickly thinks better about getting in the ring once... I'm at a bulldog come out. <laughs> Little try, to, kill him. try to bum rush him. He would have been dead. <laughs> Vader with a very, very horrible submission on Sean that Sean's supposed to be selling. But uh, even he gets caught up and wants to take a look at the fan. <laughs> he's like, Earl, he's like, put it at an angle where I can see it. Where I can see what's going on. Earl Hebner <laughs> did an awful job in this match. Not seeing jack shit. Doesn't see Owen hit Sean with a cast. Doesn't see Sean getting illegally choked. Misses a hot tag. <laughs> Sid finally tags in and it's chokeslam city, chokeslamming everyone. Sean Clobbers, City. Sean clobbers Vader with Cornette's tennis racket. Vader kicks out. And then Cornette grabs Sean's foot as he goes for Sweet Chen music. Lothario attacks Cornette on the outside. Vader is able to squash Sean in the corner and finish him off with the Vader bomb for the win. 
Sid and Ahmed, sore losers. Ahmed feeds Sid, <laughs> Owen and Bulldog for power bombs. Vader escapes. Uh, Sean with an athletic dive over the top rope on Vader. And then Sean, Ahmed, and Sid get a nice hand from the crowd for their losing effort. <laughs> Put the foam finger down, kid. Wrong timing, kid. Yeah. This is why they don't pit people in those seats anymore. Because of that foam finger, kid. Um, I thought that this was a really fun six-man tag match. Like these guys work together. You got a little bit of the technical wrestling with Sean and Owen. You got a little bit of the brutes with Ahmed and Bulldog. You had the big man going at it. Big man slapping meat with Sid and Vader. Like I said, Sid was over like Rover. Sean was kind of like the workhorse, working with pretty much everybody on Team uh, Camp Cornet. And then the finish protected Sean, but at the same time it's Vader getting a pinfall victory over the WWF Mm -hmm. champion. This was something that was very rare in these times. It's not like nowadays where we all get upset if a champion loses in a tag team match or a non-title situation. This was something so rare that it was like a big surprise and it set Vader up nicely to be the number one contender. The match overall, I gave uh, three and a half stars. It was a really nice close to the show. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. Very fun tag team match. Got everything you wanted out of every superstar between Sean, Oman Technical, the Brutes, like you said. Uh, and it, and it did, again, we didn't see champions lose like that, especially at pay-per-views in a match that not defending the title. So uh, for Vader to get that win like that, again, setting them up for next month. Uh, a dope to see. Um, very fun match. Clearly, they cared about this. The only match they cared about for this pay-per-view. So I get this match three and three quarters. Gorilla, Monsoon, Uncle Gino with Doc Hendricks says Undertaker and Mankind at SummerSlam, they'll start in the boiler room. Vader and Cornette interrupt. Vader yells, I want the boy toy. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. (laughs) What's the championship match Vader deserves? And that's it. That is In Your House International Incident. Let's wrap this up. Match of the night. Unanimous, the main event. Easily the main event. MVP, I'm going to go with Psycho Sid, who looked dominant at the end and was really over with the crowd. Yeah, I got to go with my namesake, Psycho <laughs> Sid. Uh, he, he did his thing. He was, one of, he was probably the most over guy on this entire night on a show that had Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, all these stars. Sid was the most over guy, so I give it to Sid. Jaquan? Uh, Sid and Vader. Sid... Basically, you said overlooked dominant in a match, but uh, Vader winning, you know, beating the champion at the time on pay-per-view was a big thing. That would go on to help him. I mean, granted, he would, didn't do much, but <laughs> he would go on to face. Spoiler alert. On the next, the next step. It could have been anything. I couldn't necessarily <laughs> just be the match. I'll talk about it. So, yeah, I'm Sean and, I mean, Sean and Vader. Sid and Vader. LVP, I'm going to go with. Earl Habner, who I thought was horrendous. <laughs> and it won't be his last LVP, I assure you. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going with Henry O. Godwin. He's the one that took the, the uh, worst loss of the night, as well as in the worst match of the night. So, Henry O. And his music is god-awful. <laughs> I see what you did there. Very nice. God-awful. Uh, drunk guy? Uh, body donors and <laughs> smoking guns. Wow, all of them. That, that, that was just, uh, just, just terrible all around. Everybody in the opener, goddamn it. Basically. But our thumbs out. Any three, two, one. We'll give this a thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. Three, two, one.
unanimous thumbs down from everyone. We'll rate it on a scale of zero to ten. I'll give it a three point one. I never want to see this again. That's it. <laughs> I gave it a four out of ten, and a lot of that is down to the main event and Merrill and Austin being pretty solid as well. If it wasn't for those two matches, this is easily the worst WWF pay per view that we've seen so far during the Monday Night Wars. Drunk guy. Uh, well, I gave the main event three and like three quarters. Uh, so I guess I give it a four, four out of ten. Uh, how many pay per view buys do you think this show did? For reference, the last in your house, Beware of Dog, did a hundred and ten thousand. Hmm. This one did a hundred thousand. Oh, daddy. Okay. Yeah, baby. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 118,000. Say it's closer. This did 90,000 buys. Whoa, damn. What you said? It went down 90,000 buys. 90? Yeah, 90,000. Down 20k. I I was thinking about, damn, it's summertime. You know, people were still very much outside during the summer or during these times. Not like now. There was nothing exciting about this card. Yeah, Yeah, it was just, it was purely a main event and only type of card to begin with going in. And then all they did on the night was really just put the emphasis on the main event and nothing else really mattered. And they don't even bother giving you a championship match or tag team titles that they have a tag team champions there. Yeah, no, they could have gave us the title match, but they chose not to. That That is just amazingly like how much they did not care about this show. Thanks for your $19.99. We appreciate it. You get a main event. You're welcome. <laughs> That's it. Man, these In Your House are really one match shows. Hopefully, uh, oh, well, thankfully, I think the next one is probably the, the, going to be the first really good one that we're going to see. Uh, but let's wrap this up, this edition, In Your House International Incident. Of course, we want to hear from all of you. If you're watching us live on the live premiere, let us know in the live chat. Or if you're watching us on demand, let us know in the comments down below what you thought about In Your House International Incident and our review. What was your match of the night, MVP and LVP? And what's your what your what event or in your house are you looking forward to us reviewing here on true rewind let us know in the comments down below trunk guy jj let the people know where they can find you sir you can find me on christian mingle <laughs> let me stop you find me on instagram hacksaw underscore j underscore duggan twitter where's my twitter now oh so drunken master jj uh, Facebook, my name is my name. If you know my name, you can add me. If you don't know my name, you ain't. This is not you. Uh, you can follow the gang, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, that's a shoot, X videos, Pornhub, you know, Christian Mingle, Live Harmony, E Harmony, you know, Backpage, if that's still a thing. We're all, so we do. No, we're not over over <laughs> half of those places. But thank you, drunk guy, as always, bringing the labs. And Romeo, let the people know where they can find you, sir. True Hill Romeo on Twitter and Instagram, over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We cover Raw on Mondays, Raider Raw Superstars. Yes, Raider Raw Superstars tomorrow. Sorry, I cannot right. get. That's all right. NX3, we cover NXT on Tuesdays. Watch alongs on Wednesdays and on the weekends. 
Friday's SmackDown reviews over on the Daily Slam YouTube channel and checking in and out of True Heel Heat every Saturday morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yes, check out True Heel Heat 164 up on our channel right now. Signings, departures, and betrayals. Myself, Miss Chrissy Love, and Top Guy JJ, the True Heel Heat OG trio back together to talk about Cesaro leaving WWE. Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. (laughs) Bullet Club betrayal, major AEW moves, and more. So check out True Heel Heat 164 over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. And you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3, my written work at SportsKeeda.com and WrestleTalk.com. You can also see me over on WrestleTalk podcast YouTube channel last Wednesday with Tempest reviewing NXT. I think I'll be back this coming Wednesday. I'm not too sure. You can also see me on the Parts Fun Known YouTube channel on Quizzlemania45 because I am your Quizzlemania champion. Yes, Sean. I'm on I'm on your channel talking about beating you for the Quizomania Championship because I am the reigning, defending, undisputed Quizomania champion. Just had to plug that real quick. Yeah, that's a dope, yeah. dope Quizomania champion. Champ I'm trophy. Basketball and everything. They must move. Because I jumped through <laughs> I jumped through the glass ceiling and I beat I, I beat the odds in Black History Month. So I did it all for all of you. All of the True Hill Heat fans, all of the Fightful Overbooked fans, you can see me here on Fightful Overbooked on Fridays, FMC with Jeremy, as well as the Grassy Dudes with Steven Jensen. You can also see me on the Believe in Pro Wrestling YouTube channel with Ricky Chino, four podcasts a week. Check that out as well. And, of course, right here, True Rewind in the DeLorean, talking about the Monday Night Wars with all of you. So, for Drunk Guy JJ, for Romeo it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. This has been True Rewind, Episode 68, International Incident. We are signing off until next time. See ya. We miss you, Cloudy. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.